Songwriters in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Chris Klemecki, and here on my number 11 podcast, we have a very special guest. This is Andy Rue Forrest. Welcome, Rue. Thank you, Chris. Glad to be here. It is so great to have you here. You've uh, been to a lot of Songwriters in Seattle uh, meetings and various things. You've seen a number of uh, just arrangements of how the group operates. You've performed at some of our showcases, so really great to be able to talk to you a little bit more and get to know you here. Yeah, it's an honor. Thanks thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, why don't you start by giving us some some of your history, your background. Tell us about your music and and uh, sort of how you've come to be a songwriter in Seattle. Well, you know, I, I think I came to music pretty late um, compared to some of those people at, at Songwriters of Seattle that have been, you know, writing and playing since they're two years old. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, 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 uh, have always been a creative guy and I've made a lot of entertainment singing, uh, and playing the guitar and just starting to write songs. is just something I started in the last couple of years, really. Okay. So, so creativity has always been, you know, part of what you do, but the actual writing songs yeah. and performing yeah. them is, is, a, is a recent thing and a, and a wonderful thing an absolutely wonderful thing. So it's been a great, uh, just a great, input into my life so yeah. what inspired you to to pick up a guitar and start writing songs you what know was it, was, it was one of those crazy Catalyst. things where <laughs> where yeah you know my son was going to take guitar lessons and he hooked him up with this i thought a really cool teacher he kind of the, the teacher was coming over to our house he kind of lost interest and so i started taking the back half hour and then pretty soon <laughs> I, I started the taking, son's guitar and then pretty soon i took over the hour and then my wife wanted a lesson so he was good enough to to um, give me like half an hour of rock and blues and then turn around and give my wife half an hour of, of classical. And wow. um, yeah. And so he had his hands full with the, with the family there. <laughs> yeah, totally. He was, he was totally uh, immersed in our family. And then I started, you know, doing this with him. And then he taught me a, bl- a, a, a kind of a blues form. And then he said, okay, now you got to write some lyrics to this. And then I did that, and he said, "Wow, that's a good song. Now you got to write another ten songs." And uh, <laughs> nice. I said, "Okay." And he goes, "Now you got to make a CD." So I've just—he—he's uh, really been um, a huge inspiration to me. He runs a—he runs a music school in Madison Park called the Music Factory. Okay. Um, Ari Zucker is his name, and he's in a band I think called Big High. So it was just as a sort of natural evolution of this learning process to be writing songs and uh, starting to really put a little more solid form to uh, what you were doing, what you were practicing, yeah. what you were learning. Yeah, I think so. And I'm becoming a better learner as I get older. You know, sometimes people say, it, oh, you should learn it when you're young because it's so easy. But I think I, I've been paying attention just to how to learn things mm-hmm. and how to pick up new things more. And um, and so um, I think it's come uh, quicker maybe for me than it would have 10 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. And yeah. what is your creative background then? What what sort of creative things did you do before picking up the yeah, guitar? Yeah, you know, growing up I was uh, an actor and I was in a lot of musical theater as a kid. And my my mom used to take me to these auditions, you know, when I was in community and kind of kind of little semi-pro kind of musical theater things and listened to a lot of musical theater. So I had that in my head already, mm-hmm. yep. especially that the clever lyrics of musical theater. <laughs> right. You know how that kind of fits together and there's meaning to it and it tells a story and all that kind of stuff. I, I did. And then I, I got, and then when I was a teenager, somebody played a Dylan record for me. 
and uh, they played uh, Motorcycle Nightmare on other side of Bob Dylan, and it was it was like a religious experience because <laughs> the lyrics were clever and everything fit together, but now there was attitude, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, and there was kind of you know a grittiness and it was realistic. It was like um, it was like if you had just looked at paintings your whole life, kind of nice paintings, and then somebody showed you a photograph. And uh, I was blown away. And then I just started buying Dylan records and laying down on the ground. And, uh, you know, when I was in my teens, turning off the lights and just and listening to those lyrics. Just the, absorbing it. Yeah, yeah. totally. And I, and I kind of think my music, like, he, he's just playing pretty basic, you know, rock, rhythm, blues kind of uh, form, structure. Right. But then dancing with the poetry on top of that, right? And I kind of think my music really is that, in that same in that same modality, if you will, yeah. Well, cool. Let's let's talk about your music a little bit and, and get to, to hearing some of your songs mm-hmm. because you've got a new CD out called Rue and uh, want to play a couple of tunes from that uh, right away here. So why don't you tell us about the first song we're going to hear, Unrequited Dreams. Yeah, Unrequited Dreams is a, is a song about a guy um, and he has a fantasy of like the perfect... Uh, love the perfect uh, mate for him in life, and um, you know this guy walks around thinking that he could be so close to his mate and to his lover that everything would be so transportive that they wouldn't even <laughs> have to talk to each other because they know what they're thinking at every at, you know the magic would just happen the magic yeah is there you know but it's all in his head and then he falls in love not with an angel but with a real woman who's living, you know, on the earth. And, um, and he realizes that that's, that kind of love is in his head. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and this is the kind of love um, which is out here in the world. So that's kind of what uh, Unrequited Dreams is. Wow, cool yeah. story and a cool subject matter. So let's uh, hear this song off his new CD, Rue. This is Unrequited Dreams. Closer to you 
But I guess what you do is enough Yeah, I guess what you do is call love Cause here I am Loving you You could take your whole day all the stress, all that business You could wash it away In a wave of forgiveness You could sit in the silence Just watching me watching you You could give me a greeting as soft as a feather You could feel my heart beating And start breathing together You could stop time from ticking And open dimensions brand new You might unleash your power that until, until now neither, yeah, neither of us ever dreamed, ever hoped could come true. But I guess what you do is enough. I guess what you do is called love. Cause here, I am loving you coming true You could let your heart sing You could fill up with joy just by remembering what you saw in that boy who you said made you laugh when you were a girl that I knew You could tell me through love we became A thing that is one and the same And that nothing, there's no one, there's nothing That keeps me from you Guess what? 
what you do is called love Cause here I am Loving you Very nice and uh, love hearing the full band playing with you the other musicians tell tell me about um how you got this band together who who they are who's playing on this well album the, i think you. the most um you know the, what you can hear mostly on that track is hans toyberg and um just a world-class uh saxophonist and plays all sorts of different horns as well um, uh, Hans is one of the musical directors at Teatro Sanzani. Okay. And he teaches at Cornish. He toured for years with Ani DeFranco. He even, as when he was a little kid, played with Dizzy Gillespie. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so um, he's, uh, Got you know, the good pedigree. Yeah, he sure does. He's got the, the, real, the real thing. And he's on Origin Records. You can go and check out. He's all tons of CDs. And, and, and he's really a jazz guy. I How mean, did you connect with him? You know... Um, I'm a friend through a friend, kind of. He, <laughs> nice. he, ma- he married my next door neighbor's wife's sister, kind of thing, wow. right? So, and you know, see him. Uh, I live down on the houseboat on Lake Union, and there's kind of a, a community of folks down there. And um, boy, when I hear Hans play the sax, and, and sometimes I've heard him just, you know, I play play jazz. I've heard him at teatro, but even now I listen to him on my CD. I sometimes cry just listening to him play uh sax i'm just thinking god where where does he get that where does it come from it really to me it's uh it's incredible well how awesome yeah. to have that on your oh god on your I, disc. Yeah, so i feel so um so grateful that he played yeah well, well cool yeah. how about the rest of the the band and you know different yeah. songs obviously have different instrumentation yeah, yeah. so how that um, all so come together. uh um there's a guy in town um who is a is a jazz pianist and um, he's also a Hans, a Hans Bremer. And <laughs> two Hans. Yeah, two Hans, the two Hans <laughs> band, yeah. But Hans isn't on the album. He just heard my music. Okay. And he said, wow, you know, you really can write lyrics really well. And if you want, I could, I can, I could record this and make a CD. So he kind of produced it. Okay. And a lot of these people, I, I knew Han, the sax, I knew Hans Toyberg, but a lot of other folks are, are, are Hans Bremer's friends. Okay, so Cody, he sort of arranged. Yeah, and, yeah, very much so. Yeah, because again, you know, I'm kind of a new kid on the block. Um, I re- I don't know musicians in town, and you know, Chris, the reason that Ari, who I was talking about before, that guitar teacher who taught me how to play and, and taught me kind of how to write, um, the reason he said you need to make a CD was it, you need to make a calling card just so you can introduce your music to other right. people, right. you know, and so. Um, and that's really, you know, and it, and it's worked. And also it's worked at, at, at songwriters in Seattle, um, because it's the perfect calling card. You know, I've met people there. I go, wow, that, that, that's somebody I'd really like to play with. I give them a CD, you know, and sometimes they go, they go, wow, you know, it's great. And, and, and they want to play. And sometimes I don't hear back from them. Right. <laughs> but they get to know you, yeah, right? Exactly. It's a quick, exactly. Easy way. Yeah. I mean, we always say, uh, that, that a song you know, is going to tell you a lot more about the person oh, totally. than, than yeah. uh, as much, you know, sort of bio and yeah, <laughs> completely. Yeah. Than th- that they can say. Yeah. So we always try to have music do the talk. Yeah, know? for sure. It's a, it, 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 uh, the bandwidth when you see, especially somebody stand up and play a song, the bandwidth of, of communication about the essence of that human being is so strong. And that's one thing I love about music. 
um, you know, that it's just a, it's a great way to meet people. It's a lot better than wine and cheese. There you go. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So, uh, Another song that we're going to hear here is the wedding song, and uh, that also has yeah some guest yeah you know Paul on. Paul um, uh, 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 Anastasio is playing the fiddle on that okay and he has played with um, Merle Haggard he's played with Loretta Lynn um, he's in a band called uh, Pearl Django he's played with um, Asleep at the Wheel um, for a long time and he's just this um, phenomenal uh, fiddle player and um, he's just again you know. What I like is that the lyrics are kind of jumping on this bed of, of kind of a country folk song. And then Paul is like the other guy who's jumping on the bed with the lyrics. <laughs> and he's playing off the lyrics. Cool. So, yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. Well, let's hear it. This is the wedding song also off of uh, Rue's CD, self-entitled, called Rue. This is the wedding song. Too many good ideas Too much beauty within Too much she's with me Too much I'm with him Too much the sun comes down And it's warming up a beautiful world Too much a girl gets boy Too much boy gets girl Too much a warm embrace too much ice cold beer Too many glasses raised Too many falling tears Too many twinkling eyes And a dimple when your smile curls Too much a girl gets boy Too much boy gets girl You take a few fine folks A feast for a king You mix it all up in one place Take a hope and a truth and a beauty and charm You're living in a state of grace Too much brotherly love Too much motherly pride Too much self-esteem Cooking on the fire inside Too much the world's my oyster And you're always right there like a pearl Too much a girl gets boy Gets Too much come sit down Too much dance with me Too much look at that moon Shining in a sycamore tree too much emotion to hold Too many warm bodies to squeeze Too much I'm with you Too much you're with me Oh, every man in the room Is gonna grin like a groom Every woman's gonna float like a bride That's a big blue beautiful ball spinning round We're all gonna go for a ride Too much come sit down Dance with me Too much look at that moon Shining in a sycamore tree Too much emotion to hold Too many warm bodies to squeeze Too much I'm with you Too much you're with me 
much I'm with you Too much you're with me Too much you're with me All right, that was the wedding song. Rue, this uh, CD is sounding really good, really good. I, I'm, I'm loving uh, hearing it. I'm really happy you were able to uh, put that together and, and bring it in for us. Um, now, you've been to a, a whole lot of uh, songwriters in Seattle business meetings as, as well as some of the other things, but you're a business person outside of music. Um, what's sort of your take on the music business these days and what you're sort of thinking for your own part in it? Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. Um, well, you know, obviously, music. Um, uh, if you're if you're in it, if you're writing songs, if you're paying attention, if you're if you're contemplating, engaging in the marketplace with music, then you are aware that music, like other like other um, kind of creative arts, particularly publishing, is um, undergoing tremendous change. Mm-hmm. You know, and and much of that change is driven with with technology because of technology and the way technology affects the marketplace. Um, so, you know, what I feel about the music, um, the business of music right now, especially for the artist, is this kind of tremendous flood of angst Mm. that people have. Um, oh God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sell this. I don't know if people value my music. I don't know if people really like me. How am I going to get it out there? I'm, I feel lost in a sea of all these people on the internet. There's thousands of people just like me. How do I stand out? How do I, and, and, uh, sort of overwhelming and yeah, confusing at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And I and really frustrating. My, yeah, and I think my mostly my, I, when I come to songwriters of Seattle, I kind of feel like, well, there's some people who's just, you know, it, they're glowing. And they're singing out and they're enjoying it, you know, and then there's some and then I and then there's other people who I can feel that angst kind of wait, waiting on them, weighing on them heavily. Yeah. And um, and so my heart goes out to them. That's mostly when I think about the music business is I is, is my heart going out to those artists. I think there is tremendous opportunity in music. You know, it may not be in the traditional in the traditional format, but if you want to make music in the world and even if you want to make money in the world. If you know it, and it it, it, it it's changing. It's different, mm-hmm. but I think there is still tremendous opportunity out there to to sell your music in different ways. If that's what you want to do. Wow. So what's the plans for the CD? Well, let's see. It's going. To, it's up. It's already up on CD Baby. Okay. So if you so people can go to CD Baby, they can download individual tracks, they can buy the whole a CD, um, and um, and then mostly what I said before is I want to be able to just give it to musicians. I want to uh, you know kind of for it to be a a representation of me, and so I can make beautiful music with other people. And um, also just give it to other people I know, you know, because um, I am kind of a business head. I have other lives, do other things. And when people find out, oh, wow, you, you made a CD, really? Oh, <laughs> God, oh, you know. Right. Yeah, not, they're not sure if I want to listen to your weird CD. And then, they, you know, most of the time I get an email but when I get back to the office and they go, you know, unbelievable. Loved it, you know. So that's a great, it's just a, it's a great connection. Yeah, 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 exactly. It, it, uh is something people can relate to no matter where they yeah. are, where, yeah. where they come from. Yeah. And uh, that's great that you can offer that as a, yeah. as a, it's a part of said bridging the gap yeah. or making the connection, however you want to yeah. say it. Yeah. Uh, it's a parting gift. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, as a parting gift, would you uh, play a song for us live sure. here? Sure. I'm going to play a song, which isn't on, which is not on the CD. Okay, cool. Um, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, okay. All absolutely. Right. And um, I'm going to play a song, 
um, which I just wrote recently, um, and uh, in the, I wrote it in the summertime, um, even though it's about uh, Christmas, really, and it's called, uh-huh. um, it's called I Like the Snow. I like the snow. Christmas in summertime. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Christmas is like a Christmas is like a uh, Christmas songs is weird because it's like a it's like an old boys club. It's like there's these you know fifty seventy five Christmas songs. Most of them were written fifty years ago or a hundred right. years yeah. ago. Yeah, you Way can't. Old. Yeah, you can't get into the club really. You know. Right. So I figure write one in July. Start playing it on Chris Klemecki's on the Songwriters in Seattle podcast. <laughs> there you go. You know, and by the time December rolls around, maybe I'll have uh, you know broken the ice, so to speak. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Well, uh, uh, we are going to set up and get uh, Rue going here for a live performance of "I Like the Snow." Well, I don't think I 
need to read a one-page printed summary of what you think your kids achieved and happy holidays with all the stuff you couldn't even say and I don't need some guy in red flying around his giant sled pulled by magic quadrupeds with Chinese toys in tow but I like the snow I like the snow I like the snow I like the snow Yeah, I like the snow Well, I don't want another gift But if I had a Christmas wish Oh, I might ask you for a kiss And we could go outside Right into the night And there beneath the soft moon glow Where we'd stand close and move real slow And our lips touch And we both know We don't need mistletoe we got the snow We got the snow Fantastic. Rue, thank you so much for uh, playing live. I always love that and hearing hearing new songs, hearing songs that uh, you know are a different arrangement or, or just something different and having it be unique to the podcast. That was awesome. Thank you. Thanks. And you know, uh, Chris, I also want to say um, Thanks for the work that you do, particularly with Songwriters of Seattle. Um, it's been just a, a huge source of inspiration and joy in my life and meeting the people and getting connected and learning how I can continue to make the music better and just get it out there with people. And And it's really, um, it's really uh, improved my life. I mean, it's really oh, made my life better. I mean it from the bottom of my oh, heart. That's I said, awesome. Thank you so yeah. much. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. That that means a lot to me. I put a lot of time into it, and I really enjoy it. I mean, it's all inspiration and motivation for me, and uh, I love seeing people, you know, whether it's new successes or new connections or just new joy that mm-hmm. they get from uh, from the events and the the things that we do that's that's awesome so i'm cool i'm really glad to hear that cool we're hugging on radio uh, that's right <laughs> <laughs> well uh everyone go hug rue some more out on uh his website rueforest.com that's r-o-o-f-o-r-r-e-s-t.com you can find his new cd rue at cd baby itunes uh anywhere that you would uh buy music, as well as uh, check out his Reverb Nation and connect with him uh, all over the internet uh, in the other obvious spots. Also, songwritersinseattle.com. That's where we are. Come find us there. And I'm at chrisklemecki.com. So, uh, once again, Rue, thank you for coming and doing this. It's been a ton of fun and, and loved hearing your music. And uh, so for Rue, I'm Chris Klemecki for Songwriters in Seattle saying stay original.